0: All right, we've got some time here on Locked On Boston Bruins to look ahead to the NHL draft. And if you can believe it, the Bruins have never been in a position that they are this year. We're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. You're Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, June 13th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day, free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I do mean that sincerely. I know since the Bruins were eliminated five, six weeks ago, it's very understandable to have them off the radar to take a break from hockey. Those of you who have been still tuning in, it really does mean a lot. Of course, the Stanley Cup could be handed out tonight. Bruce Cassidy could be raising it. It's going to be a tough, tough watch. I'm still happy for him, but at the same time, still very disappointed that our Boston Bruins, you know, did what they did and missed their opportunity to make good on an historic regular season. And part of going all in is a severe lack of draft picks this year and next for the Boston Bruins. In fact, I was looking back at their draft history, and they've never been in this position. For 2023, they won't be selecting until round three. And in 2024, it's possible that they won't be selecting until round four. So where did all the draft picks go? Well, their first round pick in 2023 was, was traded to the Washington Capitals in the Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway trade. It was then flipped by the Capitals to the Toronto Maple Leafs for Rasmus Sandin. So the Toronto Maple Leafs will be making Boston's first-round selection 28th overall this year. Their second-round pick, well, that belongs to um the Anaheim Ducks the Ducks have this pick, the 60th overall pick as a result of the Hampus Lindholm trade that took place uh in March of 2022. The Bruins are slated to pick 3rd, 4th. They also don't have a 5th this year, however. That pick Was also involved in the Orlov Hathaway trade from this season. They have a sixth and two sevenths. They have one uh, via the LA Kings that was part of a flip. They traded their seventh round pick last year to the Kings and got LA's seventh round pick this year. So that's the situation for the Bruins in 2023. 2024, of course, we'll talk about it when it comes, but it's looking even more dire, to be honest. Their first round pick was sent to the Detroit Red Wings in the Tyler Bertuzzi trade. It was a 2024 conditional first round pick. It's top 10 protected. So if the Bruins get a top 10 pick in 2024, then they will still make that pick. If it's outside the top 10, which let's be honest, we hope it will be, um, Detroit will make that selection. Their second round pick in 2024 also belongs to Anaheim as part of the hampus Lindholm trade. Their third round pick in 2024 belongs to Uh, the Washington Capitals, as part of the Orlov-Hathaway trade. As does their second round pick in 2025. So, in the first two rounds of the next three drafts, the Bruins could have one single pick. In the first three rounds of the next three drafts, they could have only three picks total for a team that is kind of moving out of its prime or moving away from a core that is included Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Brad Marchand for quite some time. You're really um, missing out on some potential building blocks for the future. Again, I looked back at HockeyDB, Boston's draft history. This will be the first time in franchise history that they will not be picking in either the first or second rounds. Now, this is all pending, of course. Any potential trades that could happen between now and the draft. Maybe you trade a Trent Frederick and recoup some draft picks. Maybe Jeremy Swayman's involved in a deal that recoups some draft picks. Not that I'm endorsing that by any means. Frederick, I think, is more likely to be traded of their RFAs. Maybe they're able to jump back into the first or second round, but again, as of right now, it's a position that they have never been in. There's been plenty of times where they've had no first, but a second. There's been plenty of times where they've had a first, but no second. Just last year, they had a second, but no first or third. They came out of it with Matt Poitra of the Guelph Storm. And then that was the 54th overall pick. They didn't pick again until the 117th and 119th overall picks. Cole Spicer and Dan's Lockmelis. Uh, Back in 2020, no first. They ended up with Mason Lorai in the second round. Trevor Kuntar in the third round. Um. Back in 2018, no first. Axel Anderson and Jacob Lauko were their top two picks. So, really, the scouting staff is going to have their work cut out for them in order to find some value here in later rounds. And coming up after the break, we're going to discuss Boston's best ever third-round pick and... You know, let's pray to the hockey gods that they find a guy who's this good once again in the third round. Before we get to that, a quick word about today's sponsor our friends over at eBay Motors. Now, eBay Motors is the place to go if you are looking for the right fit for your vehicle for a championship team. Denver Nuggets won last night. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. And it's the same thing when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. Next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. They have a guaranteed fit, and you can be sure the part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your vehicle to My Garage and look for Green Check to know the part will fit or your money back. Now, that's available only to U.S. customers, eligible items only, but get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts, and every dayers can expect continued coverage of the Boston Bruins. Uh, looking to do a mailbag this week, so send in some questions. Also going to have a guest on. And uh just bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins. So, pretty easy to pinpoint the best third-round pick in franchise history. First, let's look back at the best... Uh, Hold on, third round pick, the best third round pick in Boston Bruins history, without question, Brad marchand He's one of the best picks, period, in franchise history. He was drafted 71st overall back in 2006. He's played 947 career games for the Bruins, likely to hit his 1,000th game here coming up this season. 862 total points, 372 goals, 490 assists. He currently ranks near the top in points by a Bruins draft pick. Just an incredible run for a guy who was picked well behind some pretty notable players in NHL history that year. Uh, he was picked 71st overall. He has the fifth highest point total from that draft class and will likely move up to fourth as early as this coming season. And he's got an outside chance at hitting the 1,000 point mark. Two other guys from that draft class already there. You have Nicholas Backstrom, who was selected fourth overall. He's got 1,000 32 points in 1,097 games. Second leading point getter from that year is Claude Giroux, 1,002 points. Phil Kessel was drafted fifth overall by the Bruins that year. He has the third most points from that draft class, followed by Jonathan Taves, who's at 883, and then Brad Marchand at 862 well ahead of the next closest guy, who is Jordan Stahl. Boston made out pretty good that year. You have Kyle Lopposo, who uh, comes in after Stahl, followed by Milan Lucic, 584 points in 1,173 games. Nick Foligno, who was drafted 28th overall by the Senators, He's right up there as well. And then it gets a bit um, a bit thin in terms of notable names after that. But without question, Brad Marchand is Boston's best ever third-round pick. There's some others that are pretty notable as well. And uh, if we look back at the list, again, Brad Marchand, Tops, without question. Sergei Zoltak, back in 1992, had a decent career. You have names, Blast from the Past, West Walls, Steve Hines, who I enjoyed using in NHL games. Pretty speedy, nice right-hand shot. Uh, Tom Fergus, Keith Crowder, going back to the 70s and 80s probably the next best guy in the third round, Bill Ranford, who was a very good goalie for the Bruins, as well as for uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Came back to the Bruins, played for the Capitals, Lightning Red Wings, finished with the Oilers. Bill Ranford, I really, uh, really loved as a Bruins draft pick. Of course, the most Successful draft picks in Boston Bruins history in terms of career points. Ray Bork, number one, followed by Joe Thornton. Still wish he had been a career Bruin, to be honest, although things have worked out since his trade. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, number three, followed by Phil Kessel. There was a guy named Ivan Bolderv, who was selected in the 1969 amateur draft, who went on to have a very good career. Not gonna lie, hadn't heard of him. Then you have Brad Marchand, David Krejci, um, other guys, Craig Janney, Tyler Sagan, Joseph Stumple. Of course, the Bruins have had only one. Uh Recent number one overall pick since the NHL entry draft came into effect. Joe Thornton in 1997 also had, sorry, Gord Kluzak in 1982. Defenseman for the Bruins there. But again, best third round pick without question, Brad Marchand. And then we already went through some of the other notables at that position in the third round. So, I mean, what are the chances the Bruins can once again find a guy like that in the third round? Well, pretty low, let's be honest. Um... I mean, Brad Marchand has developed into a franchise left-winger and likely will have his number retired. Borderline Hall of Famer. That's a debate for another day. But looking at this year's draft, sure, it's deep. And we'll look at some guys they could get in the third round as we get closer to the draft. But hopefully... Somehow they're able to work their way into uh, the first couple rounds here of the 2023 NHL entry draft. We're going to take a look at some news and notes from around the NHL here as we wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Every day is... I appreciate you so much. Big news for the Ottawa Senators this morning as it is announced that the sale has gone through to uh, Toronto-area billionaire Michael and Lauer. He had a small stake in the Montreal Canadiens. So some stability coming to Ottawa. A big cash infusion for sure. Uh, one of the richest guys in Canada taking over that team perhaps we'll see some changes in the front office behind the bench on the ice for the senators as they look to make good on a pretty solid core that they have there in ottawa and a lot of people said it last summer but i really think this coming year over the next few years they will be a team on the rise looking to move up into the Eastern Conference playoff picture. And they have some real elite talent there, specifically in Tim Stutzla. Game five of the Stanley Cup final is set for tonight. And like I said, off the top, Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights looking to lift the cup. It was a year ago yesterday that Bruce Cassidy was fired by the Boston Bruins. And, I mean, I have not been able to really take a look at much in the way of this series. Watching the team that beat the Bruins against the team that is now coached by their old coach. Might check out tonight's game just to see the raising of the cup. That's always fun. But, again, it will be kind of tough to watch um, Cassidy raise it. I wish him all the best. I think he got a raw deal in Boston in some ways. Not the reason that they lost last year. Kind of scapegoated a little bit, but good on him for baking. Uh, good on this opportunity to take a uh, another team to where he could not take the Boston Bruins. Looks like Peter Laviolette will be the new head coach of the New York Rangers. There's a new coach in um, Calgary. I should mention Dan Vladar was a third-round pick. Kind of a notable third-round pick for the Boston Bruins. Um, And uh, what else is going on out there? Yeah, the biggest news, of course, is the sale of the Ottawa Senators. Brett Harrison was a third-round pick in 2021. I believe he had some upside. Jacob Lauko back in 2018. Could be a regular for the Bruins this year. Um, I mentioned Dan Vladar. Matt Grizzlick was a third-round pick in 2012. Hoping that he remains a Boston Bruin for this coming season. Uh, Michael Hutchinson the goalie. Uh, but of course, Brad Marchand sticks out as the top third round pick in franchise history. And, and it's not really particularly close. Bill Ranford, I would think would be the next uh, most notable name out there. Followed by Sergei Joltak, Marcel Now, not to be uh, uh, mistaken for the, character on Barry he's not very notable West Walls Steve Hines and then uh, the names kind of fall off from there so that's what you have to look forward to at the draft this year no first round pick no second round pick unless Don Sweeney can work some magic and get in there all right that's it for today's episode my friends I hope you're all doing well taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other, and we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on a fresh episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.